Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2004's Shaun of the Dead, do me a solid favor. Pause this. Go check it out. It's currently streaming on Stars. Come back and join the conversation. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Satchel, Podcoin. You name it, we're out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by... Comapalooza, the largest annual multi-genre comic book, science fiction, anime, gaming, and pop culture convention in the southern United States. Held at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas, May 10th through the 12th, featuring Peter Serafinowicz. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as always, we are powered by you, the listeners, everyone at Patreon. We appreciate you guys. If you want to hear us review current movies, movies that are coming out right now, you, all you got to do is do as little as $1.00. You get us every month giving you the uh, the stuff that you want and the stuff that you need. And for $3 more, you get some more swag from us. And be sure to go to patreon.com backslash cult45podcast. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax. Up and turn up. Yeah, welcome everybody to a epic edition of Cold 45 Podcast. I'm your host, Beaten Down. Today I'm joined by Random Randy Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a treat for you. What was this called? The uh, Blood and Ice Cream Trilogy? This is the first movie of that? The Cor- Cornetto Trilogy. The Cornetto Trilogy. Um, Child of the Dead, ladies and gentlemen. A personal favorite, I can't lie. I think it's pretty obvious what this rating is going to be. So basically, this is just us reminiscing the movie. Randy, mm. maybe you're on the other side of the table. What was your first impression with Shaun of the Dead? So I'm pretty sure I saw this on DVD, and it ended up being one of those movies that all my friends would quote at me all the time and be like, Hey, you got red on you. Hello, mate. <laughs> How's that for a pizza fried gold? And I was like, okay. Now, it's getting a little obnoxious, guys. Stop it. Well, did they ruin it or did you like it? No, no, I still like the movie. It's just like, I just, you know, after a while, even something you enjoy, like you could have a, you could love ice cream, but if it's dumped on you by the gallons, it's a lot and it's obnoxious. I see. Well, in my circles, nobody really watched the movie, so nobody was fucking annoying. So (laughs) what's, what's ironic, um, when we did, uh, Independence Day, that was around Earth Day, which I thought was funny. Mm -hmm. And oh, then sweet. we did Shaun of the Dead um, for this week. And technically, this is like the week right after Easter. And the reason I think it's funny is because this movie probably has the most Easter eggs out of like any movie we've done as far as like, current. <laughs> and Resurrection. <laughs> Jesus. That <laughs> was, un- was unintentional. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, there's so many horror zombie flick Easter eggs buried in this movie, man. I fucking love it because like I'm pretty sure anyone's listening already have seen all the uh, you know the YouTube videos from Grunger or Looper or whatever breaking down the nuances of uh, Shaun of the Dead mm-hmm. and it's just crazy because like you know initial watch I didn't know any of this shit and like I saw this I watched it just on my own before we even did this movie just to watch just out of curiosity man but oh, okay. um, yeah I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about this I'm interested on in your takes on these so with that being said. Let's get this started. You ready? Yes, let's do this. Excellent. So, folks, like any other good horror movie, we have it start where 
a man's being talked to <laughs> being talked to by his girlfriend and she's complaining about them not doing enough stuff. That has to be the worst scenario. Oh god. I It's uh, the most terrifying thing. It's the terror it's like it's a man's worst fear. It's the worst. Being like, inadequate in front of a woman. Yeah. Or or getting the good old like we need to talk text. That's oh. horror. That's true horror. That is that is pant shitting horror right there. Just oh. You know I try to explain like why we don't like why we legitimately don't like that shit. It's like just say what it's about. Cause you basically just open Pandora's box and just we just have to sit there and all oh beginning of the workday too. It's never Mm-hmm. Five minutes before you walk into the door. No, 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 no. It has to be a minimum of twelve hours <laughs> between the talk and the text. Because mm. I feel like they like they planned out everything they're gonna say and then everything you're gonna say, so that way there's no way to argue a way around it because they've already thought they're thinking sixteen moves ahead already. Right. So this movie was a relatable only because of uh, as they're having this meaningful conversation between two adults. I was a young adult at this time. And I made a lot of poor decisions and a lot of people were around when I'm having certain conversations. And this is exactly what's happening here as well. We have mm-hmm. uh, friends, uh, David and Di, who are uh, Liz's, Liz's friends. And we have Ed on the other side, who is uh, Sean's best friend. And they're all present right. and they're all kind of talking shit about them. And it's kind of funny. It's pretty hilarious. But she wants to do more than just this one fucking thing. Now, granted, I can't relate with him on that. Like, Jesus Christ, at least five in the rotation. Yeah, I mean, you. I know it's your place, it's your bar, it's your it's your routine. But you, I mean, you gotta step out of it every once in a while. You can't just get stagnant. You can't just like, all right, babe, get your shoes on. We're going back to the same place we went to two days ago. And it's like, really? Come on, bro. You find them like I'm doing meal prepping right now, so I can't have the same meal week after week. It really upsets me because I like I don't want I don't want salad two weeks in a row. That sucks. So it's like, I'll have like a salad and then I'll go like Burger King. And it's just like, just to balance some kind of like, you know, some kind of rotation of like non, just to get out of the familiar. That's all it is. Right. But he's dead inside. And um, yeah, I guess that's, that's hilarious in itself. Cause he, he's a zombie in his own right. That's right, folks. I went there, but, um, I love the intro where, uh, everyone's a zombie, but they're not. But like I like I just like how mundane task is is like zombie zombie type shit regardless. I feel like Edgar Wright got a lot of his editing chops and directing chops from the TV show that he produced uh, Space. Yes. Like back. So like a lot of that stuff you'll see in this movie. Like a lot of that stuff you'll see like the callbacks to other movies, the quick cuts and transitions to different things, the whip the whip pans and all that stuff. Like cameo. all of his techniques are using that TV show, and it co- and it boils into this movie. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Space, I highly recommend checking it out. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. But it's it- on Tubi now. Oh no! Wow. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's worth a watch though, guys. It's- and it's on Hulu, I think too. So oh, yeah, I don't have Hulu, buddy. So Tubi it <laughs> well, is. I didn't have stars, and <laughs> oh, I I actually did a seven year uh, seven day trial for uh, Independence Day, and um, uh-huh. I noticed that I still had. Even though I, I canceled it that day, like I still had right. seven days. So I was like, oh, okay. shit. So I got excited to have to pay for another movie. Cool. Yeah, I know. I got lucky. Thanks, yeah. Amazon Prime. But um, Good job. Look at that. The one thing y'all do right. The one thing y'all do right. Anyway. So mm. speaking of Edgar Wright, we're talking about the, the quick cuts of him just doing basic morning shit. It's all action right. cuts. He's just barely doing anything, guys. 
And um, he has to go to work. And before he goes, his uh, flatmate, because this, uh, this is in Britain, uh, mm-hmm. Pete, played by Comic Palooza guest, what's his name? Peter Serafinovich. Peter Serafinovich. I got it. I, I got know. it down. I've yeah. been practicing all day. <laughs> I bet you have. But uh, yeah, he plays a tick on Amazon Prime, speaking of which. Another good reason. Another good thing. You know Amazon what's did. really kind of interesting that I literally just found out like 10 minutes ago? Mm. This guy had a TV show too. What? Peter Serafinowicz show. <laughs> I found it on YouTube. <laughs> the nerve of him to put his last name in it. Was it good? It was hilarious. It's And like what really kind of is sad about his acting chops so far, no one has given him any credit on the kind of characters he does. He's an impressionist. Really? He's a mad impressionist. Really? Like, like I saw him, he was doing a bit where he was changing the Oscar from like the normal style to one with a dick hanging out. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he was playing like the sold. design. Yeah, he was playing the designer and he's like, oh, I just, you know, I just wanted to do something a little different and make, make a little, you know, little peepee show at it. Like, what? And, and then he does like some of the proponents were like Nick Cage. You really shouldn't have this. Like he went into a straight up Nick Cage impression, and it was really good. Holy and I was shit. like, "What the fuck, man? man? Like why, spirit animal. why have we been sleeping on Peter Serafinovich? <laughs> oh man, I hope we bump into this guy because like I-, I was impressed with his tick. Yeah, I really think he's an excellent tick. Like nothing against Pastor Warburton, but this guy is better. I'm sorry, I'm not saying it because he's coming to Comapalooza May 10th to 12th, but um, it's because I believe it. Hey, and if you need someone to moderate the panel, guess who knows the name really well? <laughs> I know. Yeah, well played. Well played. Well played, Randy. But um, just wear our shirt. Uh, what's crazy, though, like, the, the just to jump to the tick real quick, I highly recommend watching that, guys. I love how they were. T- have you seen it? I have not seen it, but, like, Ugh, I've seen him in it. other British shows. Like, he was in an episode. He's, like, he's the main, the main villain in Spaced. And then, like, or one of the main villains in Spaced. One of the episodes. And then, like, he shows up again in Black Books. And it's always the same kind of character where he's like, I talk like this the whole time. And it's, it was, it's just, I like that guy. No, I do. But um, check out the tick. You'll be blown away. And um, they, All right. Give the ticket. They kind because of, I really didn't like the Peter Warburg one. So I was like. No, the Patrick Warburg one wasn't that good. I, I, I highly recommend it because they act like they're going to take a particular angle. Mm-hmm. And it would have made perfect sense. <laughs> they don't and you're just like oh shit <laughs> okay it's fucking great it's great anyway pete fucking hates this dude right i can't believe his character's actual name is pete that's hilarious anyway but pete hates ed so fucking much because ed's not doing shit ed is just in the house taking right. up space and constantly silent farting and you know it reeks in there so i don't blame the guy because you know how you're on the tail end of hanging out with your clique. Yeah. Like, they're in that vicinity. You know? Yeah, I get that. It's like, it's you, you get to a certain point where friends need to start moving on. Yeah, <laughs> actually living their lives. So, yeah. it's a sad time. But um, we get him walking to work, which is like a nice continuous shot, you know. Um, how many uh, Saquon Jones did you give uh, out of this uh, this walking sequence? No, I like this sequence. I like this so sequence zero because... zero Saquon Jones? All I right. get zero so no, on this one because so no. it... Because it showcases something, and it's used us. later, and it's like, oh, he so is. that we see a change in things. If you're really paying attention, you'll see the difference between this shot and then the shot that happens later. Yeah. I love how, like, 
one thing this movie does hilariously is just quiet foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I love it. You can hear it. Like, if you just focus on just the background, don't fuck with the guys in the foreground. If, you, if you've never seen the movie, watch the movie just in the foreground. But after you've seen it, forget about what's happening in front of you and focus on what's happening behind the characters. Because yeah. you'll see, like, news reports. You'll see people falling down. You'll see people coughing up blood. You'll see military trucks running by. And it's like, you'll see these things, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so all that's happening right now. Like, just quiet murmurs of the apocalypse actually happening um, and the great panic hasn't set in just yet oh my god this is zombie outbreak it's different don't be an it's asshole. not oh, it's, the, it's a zombie outbreak go fuck yourself go fuck yourself no but I'm, t- I'm talking about the foreshadowing of like actual like script like things that they're saying actually mean something detrimental much later in the movie well when that when we get to that part with Ed, that definitely happens. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know part you're talking about. So Sean goes to work. He's at Foree Electric, mm-hmm. which is dope because that's named after Ken Foree, aka Joe Grizzly, aka uh, what's his name, Pete as well from um, Dawn of the Dead, body slamming fucking uh, zombies. Body slamming. Oh, <laughs> fucking tearing people up, repping for his street brothers, man. But yeah, shout it out. was Peter. Peter. Nice. So shout out to Ken Foree. And we're getting more ominous news on the like the actual news, like the TVs are actually showing bad shit happening, but nobody's paying attention because Sean's trying to talk to this young dickhead, right? Mm-hmm. His stepdad shows up and he's giving him a hard time because let's let's keep it real. Sean's kind of a lazy piece of shit, you know? Right. And um, he needs to get flowers to go visit his mom, and like the stepdad's kind of checking on to make sure he does what the fuck he's supposed to do. We all been there. But a lot earlier in their lives, I, I kind of feel like Bill Knightley is the British version of Christopher Walken. You think so? Because I feel like I've seen him in, in a lot of movies that really wouldn't be movies that are real, like a. There's a level of actor that wouldn't be in this movie, and there's a level of actor that would be like, I don't care. I want to be in any movie. Him and, and Hot I like- Fuzz, I felt, I definitely felt a a Walken vibe, but not yeah. not so much this one or Underworld. Because no, I feel like yeah, but he's I feel like, like a um. What if he's like a like like England Samuel Jackson instead? No, I definitely feel walking because I feel like he would do any kind of role. Fair, where it's like well, he, no. he'll play. Wait, a wait, wait, wait! Time out. Uh, so would Sam Jack. Let's let's think of all the myriad of hairstyles he's had throughout all movies. Yeah, that's true. He had a a goatee with a ponytail for Christ's sake. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Like his yeah, go, his goatee had a ponytail. Like not both. I'm not talking about two separate. I'm not talking about two separate hairstyles. I'm talking about one crazy piece. Anyway, mm. he has crazy hair. I need to like get like an encyclopedia of all the hairstyles he's ever had. Need to do a whole month of Samuel L. Jackson. Man, that'd be great. I don't see why. I don't see why not. You know? I don't see why the fuck we can't. We should. Mm-hmm. It's too many kinds. Of, it's too many fucking movies he's been in. Anyway, so. He's trying to head back home, and he bumps into Yvonne, mm-hmm. who is uh, his co, uh, co-star from Space, right? Right. Same girl. Yeah, so it's still cool seeing them. Um, and then this is where all this background shit's happening, where, like, people are passing out. There's an ambulance and shit, and they're, like, like literally, I don't think anyone is actually paying attention to the people in the foreground, honestly. No. Because I always watch the background, like, dude, this y'all have no idea what the fuck is going on. But I mean, like, if you just focus on the foreground, you're seeing a guy who's 
who's literally letting his relationship with his friends outshine his relationship with his girlfriend. And it's like, that's if you're focusing just on that, then you'll see that in the foreground. But in the background, you'll see something more ominous. And it's like, this is, and it's weird. It's a weird kind of like, he's not seeing the trouble that's happening right in front of his face. Yeah. And that's what's happening in the background as well. They're not seeing the trouble that's happening right in front of their face. And it's like, and then things come to a head where everything kind of just crumbles. But before all that happens, our boy Sean promised his girlfriend Liz that he was going to take her out somewhere different. He was going to make fucking reservations. Uh, Some piss poor um, message uh, relaying from your boy Ed. Caused a little bit of more of a mix-up because um, during all the hubbub, he, he forgot to make the reservation. Therefore, they have to go back to the Winchester. Liz is on the phone, super pissed, hangs up on his ass and shuts him out. He has to literally try to get to um, where she lives to come inside, and she's literally locking him out. And when he gets yeah. in, we meet uh, Di and David. David is the fucking worst. He is the fucking worst. God. Because he clearly, clearly has a thing for Liz. Even though he's with his girlfriend, Di. Which is so weird. It's so weird. He comes off such a, he's such a fop. Yeah. Oh, he's such a fop. So just such a douche. I did enjoy the line, get fucked four eyes, like right out the gate. That was nice. I Mm -hmm. appreciate that. Because he was his co-star. Every time Liz says something negative. He'll co-sign and shit like a little caddy. Oh, you bitch. Oh, he's such a bitch. He's waiting for me to like, he's just waiting for you to fail so he can stab you some more. He's like, oh, that's a shame. (laughs) So Sean looks like he like actually lost his fucking whole life, bro. Like at the Winchester now, like when Ed trying to cheer him up, he looks devastated. Yeah. God damn, man. Fucking, uh, the fuck is his actual name? Uh, Uh, Simon Simon Pegg. Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg acting his ass off in this movie, dude, because fuck. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's he's honestly he's a really good actor. No, I'm, really I'm not gonna like. Yeah. So I don't know if Nick Frost is the better though. So <laughs> say what? Uh, I kind of think Nick Frost might be a little bit better, saying as he can play different characters and like just all kinds of radicalness and he's into the Badlands and I haven't seen that yet. I've I haven't seen, seen it either. I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck he fits in there. I'm very right. Easy. And it's like, how do you get this big fat guy into into the Badlands with all these fucking martial just artists and kick ass motherfuckers? Nothing but kung like, fu. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, too bad the show's ending. I haven't seen a single episode. But um, um, yeah, man. So like Ed is trying to rally his boy up, man, trying to get him hype. So he gives him a rundown of what they're gonna do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he literally breaks it all down, and he hilariously tells you what's gonna happen the rest of the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, so we'll have a wake up, have a bloody mary, and a bite of the king's head, then come down for the little princesses. And then we'll head back to the Winchester for shorts. How's that for a piece of fried gold? And I was like, okay. So, Bloody Mary, that the is. first zombie they meet is yep. named Mary. And then they have a bite of the king's head. And then a bite of the king, also known as Philip, which yep. is his stepdad. stepdad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the little princesses. So literally saving a princess from a tower. Yep. Which he has to climb up a tower. And then a bite of the Winchester for shots. Which ends up in a shootout. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, amazing. <laughs> so we get more sprinkles of Dune with the zombie shit. Because uh, there's a zombie like literally clawing at the window. Like mm-hmm. right there. 
and uh, a fucking dude just dies in the street. It's just, it's just insane because like they're they're walking out, you know, getting you know they're super drunk, you know, getting it in, yeah. and literally somebody loses their fucking head behind them. So, like literally, their fucking head turns to a pen yeah. dispenser right fucking behind them, and they're just tra la 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 line, and there's like <laughs> actual zombies out, and they're just jamming, but they're pissy drunk. Let's keep this in mind, folks. Right, because they're 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 mourning the death of a relationship. Right, and that's fine. fair enough. Fair enough. So they're having a drunk jam session at the house, playing electro, not hip hop, not hip hop. Keep it's it electro. It's electro. <laughs> so they're getting it in, and Pete is fucking pissed. It's four in the fucking morning. Totally fair, and he's sporting a bandage on his hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh no. So Ed is mad because you know, like you know, uh, Pete's talking mad shit, and Ed, the prophet. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I see him, he's fucking dead. Goddamn prophecy, bro! Like he—he's—he's he's a soothsayer. Doesn't even know it. So right. I never—I never done this before. I think I'm gonna try this if I ever get plastered again. If I ever start drinking again, mm. is when you're in, when you're at the apex of self pity, and you. <laughs> And your drunken, brain-dead self writes a note to your sober self. I want to try that. Normally, I just leave a, a pile of destruction in my wake, and I got to sift through the rubble. Sober Brandon has to deal with drunk Brandon's mess. <laughs> Damn it, drunk, drunk Brandon. Why don't you ever wear shoes? Fucking shoes are fucking for pussies. Shoes are for pussies. Shoes for fucking man. Oh, the Legos. I want to feel... I want to feel everything in my toes, man. I feel like this. Start talking like a serial killer and shit. Like the shoemaker and shit. Like, this is where God God goes through the feet, man. <laughs> Start digging holes and shit. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you don't know anything about the shoemaker because I regret bringing him up into this conversation. Yes, I don't know. I'm good. Moving on. <laughs> don't Google. You won't sleep. Um, <laughs> You won't. I promise. I don't want to know. Yeah, you don't know what the shoemaker. Anyway. Is there a killer named Shoemaker? Uh, no! <laughs> so, as he as Sean dies, as drunk Sean dies, Sober Sean wakes up in the exact same position to see the note saying, make things fucking right, man. Be right. a man. Fucking take charge and do it. Even though he, he needs to do that for the, for the rest of the day because of the goddamn apocalypse. I, I can see this happening to me. I can't lie. All right, like having a giant spaceship in the sky when you wake up is completely different than entirely walking through the street with your head down. Okay, that's fair. Cause, 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 uh, Stephen Hiller had a amazing view to see this giant thing hovering over their city where they live. Mm-hmm. But your boy is number one hungover and is just out of it, and he's just trying to get some shit for like to like sober up. So as he's doing this, he's literally, by the grace of God, surviving the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> just by dumb luck, really. By but sheer it's like, luck. My but God. I, I, if it was I, World I, I like, he'd be done. It'd be, it'd be a, this movie would be a short. He'd be, he'd be dead right now. Yeah, that's fair. I also like, in comparison to the first shot, Sean goes out of the house, meets the kid, like goes to the shop, gets a Coke, regular plain Jane Coke, pays for it leaves right mm -hmm. and it's like he in the second shot is the same walking down the street no kid but you can still hear like you hear 
screams in the distance and stuff like that. Right. People running past him and shit. Right. But he makes the choice not to get a regular Coke, but get a Diet Coke. <laughs> because he's making, he's trying to make a change. Right. Even though the he wants over. to make change, even if it's the smallest. I didn't catch change. that. That's a nice. That's nice. I didn't. I didn't catch that. That's fucking hilarious. And then like he gets to the counter and he's like. Ah, I owe you 15, 15 more cents. I'm sorry. I don't have enough change. Uh, and then he walks back and he's like, and then the homeless dude's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't have enough for the shop. I, I I can't do anything for you. Even though that guy's a zombie, he didn't yeah, realize he, it. he was trying to murder he him. Walks yeah, right yeah, past he him. literally just jukes the fuck out of this zombie without even knowing it. Um, I like how when they go back inside. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then, the other thing that like Peter Serafinovich Peter Serafinovich was getting upset about was it's like why the fuck do you guys keep leaving the fucking door open? Oh my and it's god! Like, and it's like we are we are under the impression that it's Ed leaving the door open, but then I just realized after watching this movie like eighteen times, it's Sean who's leaving the door open the whole time. Oh fuck! It is Sean, that piece of shit. Yeah, you're right. Because he's the only one who left, and he's the only one who comes back, and then it's you. Ed doesn't leave the house. You're the one leaving the fucking door open. Fuck, you're right. Wow. Wow. Thank you, bro, because I would have continued to watch. Because Ed is just such a piece of shit. Yeah. And it's like everyone just points the finger at Ed, but it's like, yeah, but he he sells a bit of weed. And like, fine, whatever. But you're the one that's creating the problems. That's hilarious. I like how um, when they're trying to like flip through all the channels and skip the news, that they're literally telling you the news story. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Like five people we ripped and eaten alive. It was hilarious. Yeah. And um There are riots on the street of London. <laughs> what? <laughs> so there's a there's a zombie girl in the garden, but they think it's a drunk woman. Right. And it's Mary. The bloody Mary. And the um Mary. they still think they're drunk. And like once again, Sean gets a super close call. Like God is looking out for Sean here. Because mm-hmm. anybody <laughs> else in any other movie or show, good is dead. He's got all the plot armor. <laughs> all the plot armor, bro. So, he, all, and <laughs> the only reason they find out that Mary's a zombie is because he accidentally pushes her and she gets impaled on a pole. Mm-hmm. Sheer accident. And this is how they find out she's a zombie because she gets up and is standing up now. And they now it gets but- real giant hole through her and like oh shit <laughs> right then there's a giant zombo right behind him and his face he looks like the zombie from thriller yeah yeah i was just like this is- there's always that big fat bald zombie with no face that's weird hmm. that's like the go-to <laughs> zombie i feel it, like it's gotta be a thing it's like we gotta have the big fat zombie you gotta have a big fat zombie it's <laughs> like like George R. Romero like chimes in like you got a big fat zombie you got a big fat zombie no no we don't oh. why, why why get six of them like he takes off his glasses and rubs his nose what are you doing <laughs> uh. stop wasting my time here oh my god I'm sorry George uh. <laughs> so the first one was they grab her records and I feel like this is just a hilarious way of just like critiquing music out of mm-hmm. nowhere, just, just shove, shoehorning in uh, rating albums. <laughs> like, like if you had to throw an uh, album at a zombie, which one you choose? Like, it's a game. 
Right. Uh, did, did, did the Batman Prince album get thrown? I don't think so. Yes, I think so. Not I cool. think he like... Yeah. I, I disagree with that one, honestly. I mean, uh, yeah. But yeah, so like when they finally get back inside, right? Because they, they defeat... The, did, did, no, they didn't beat the zombies. They just ran away, right? No, I mean, so like... like they were they worthless. Bu- they bust into the shed finally. And oh, they get no, they actual, murdered like, them. Yeah. Yeah, they get actual fucking like tools. And they like, you got red on you. But yeah, it's covered in blood now. It's you like, saw like you saw the uh, realization that this is real. Like when they were bashing yeah. the brains in, because at first it was like, "Ha, this is comedy," and mm-hmm. then it turned into like, I, "This is kind of brilliant to me." Because like I'm like laughing right when they're mm-hmm. doing it, and then when they like kept going, I was like, "Oh, this is this is some real shit right now." Right. This is survival I, now. Like you make. I sure. like how this movie does play with the horror aspect and the comedy aspect. It's like. There are scenes that are funny, but there are scenes that are actually genuinely terrifying, and it's like it it does a nice balance bounce between the two, and it's like I like that when you're trying to create a horror comedy when you you got to make it so scary that you have to laugh, and it's right. like oh right. perfect, yeah the yeah because I was shocked that the movie went in certain directions, but it added a lot of like levity to the whole movie too. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, pretty dope, uh, guys. You you already know this is a knee pad edition of Code Forty Five, guys. We're so just gonna keep sucking this. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, stop. So your boy Sean leaves the door open, as you mentioned earlier, and a one armed zombie appears, and um, they beat the fuck out of it, and then we finally hear the news explaining about you know how the headshots work, you know, destroy the brain. Right. Uh, aim for the head to destroy the brain so like afterwards they start realizing that other people might be in danger so like his mom calls I, I appreciate Ed jumping in there we're coming to get you Barbara yeah we're coming to get you Barbara and I was like oh man that's a dope night of the living dead uh, little uh, easter egg there that's well well done mm-hmm. well played it's very effortless wasn't forced um, we get another flash cut and um okay can you explain the don't call them zombies line I don't... I feel like that's like a thing, too. Well, okay, so... Is that a... Walk- in, no, that's not a Walking Dead reference, right? Come it's on. a World War Z reference from the book. They uh, don't call them zombies. Because it's like they they try to avoid... They call them ghouls. They call them Zeds. And, but it's like they really... Cause, because of the way Sean said it. Because it's ridiculous. Because nice. the concept of the, the reanimated dead is so far-fetched that we really shouldn't be using the word zombies. Right. And it's like, oh... But are they out there? Oh, yeah. Yep, there they are. So your boy forgets about Pete for a second. And then they realize that his car was still outside. Mm-hmm. So big old Pete's huge, guys. Yeah, he's a big dude. So they got a super zombie in their fucking house. And he's in the bathroom and it's like it just dawns on him that he's in the bathroom with him. In the shower. So now we got naked zombie, which is like class like a class S danger. Having a giant naked man of a zombie coming after you. Yeah. Like let's 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 roll the dice and try to figure out if we can if we can find a worse scenario to be in the bathroom with. Like what kind of zombie will be like the end all be all or make a level zombie. Maserati zombie. Oh man. Oh man. I w- <sighs> yep. Yeah, because I'll be devastated that she's dead, and then I'll be staring at her boobs, and then I'll be... Yep, and then you'd be dead, too. I'll be confused. <laughs> I'll be like, so, like, 
can I smash as a zombie though? Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Well, according to Dawn of the Dead, I guess you could Oh god. Oh man, that's a bummer. How dare you? I would be so sad. I'm like, who, I know, I'm sorry. Who, who bit you? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really going through it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> who did this to you? Did I just... <laughs> Where is he? Give me a name. I'll just turn into Scott Summers, bro, and just be worthless. Gene! Just worthless. Gene! Worthless. The, the, Pick yourself up. Let's go. The Scott Summers syndrome, bro. The triple S. I'll just go down. Fall to my knees. Just bury my face in those titties and she kills me. <laughs> just kill me like this. No, if the titties are eating off though, I'm, I'm winning. Yeah. Like if it's like, uh, is she like gray? <laughs> I'm really trying to bargain this. Like, 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 how dead is she? Like how I'm grotesque? Just... How grotesque is she? If she's like super it's gross. Like, if she died out in the rain, maybe it's okay. Oh yeah, like... no, I'll make it. Yeah, but if she if it's if she's like like just happened zombie. Yeah. To where I, I or or she's just bitten and not feeling well. I don't know. It's a tough call, guys. It's a it's a tough, tough call. How ah, you ruined me. You ruined me. <laughs> you said the worst, and I was like, that would be the worst for uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, God I would. It. Sorry, I would have fun smashing the face of her. Oh, shit. Right in that uh, wooden face. Uh, the redhead chick from Doctor Who. What's her face? That would be a tough call. Karen Gillum, was that her name? Yeah, but I feel like with those long legs of hers, I would probably have a better chance of just kneecapping her. And like, uh, you all right? Okay. I'm trying to find, like, who, I'm trying to take a stab at who will be your upper echelon top shelf white woman. It's okay. ScarJo? That would be, yeah, that would be the death of me. I'd be done. That's the death of me, too, though. Like, I, <laughs> like ScarJo is the white lady. Like, that's the... Like, I would be like, that's the there's got to be a cure, guys. There's got to be a cure. Yeah, you'd be the guy that'd be trying to <laughs> you hold a secret. You'll never tell him and shit. Anyway. As long as she didn't go full Romero, I think there'd be a way to click. Like, I would try to figure out what kind of zombie I was dealing with. Pretty much. So... Um, they get the fuck out of there, man. And they got to get to Sean's mom's house, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, your boy Ed is hyped that he has um, Pete's car. Yeah. But he sees the Jaguar. Parked the outside. Jaguar. The Jaguar. And, Jaguar. Um, oh, you know what's funny? Mm. You know what's funny about that? Mm. The, in the episode of Rick and Morty with Pickle Rick, Jaguar, <laughs> played by... Peter Serafinowicz. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I looked it up just now. I was like, wow, it's oh, amazing. Wow. Full fucking circle. Pickle man. <laughs> Excellent. So he goes inside, right? To uh, Sean. He goes inside to go get his mom. And we get the awkward moment because we find out the stepdad's. Oh, yeah, we found out over the phone the stepdad was bitten. Yeah. And they don't really give a fuck. <laughs> Like, but, but they're oh, like, we're that? gonna murder him. Yeah, cause they, cause they run, they run through a plan like that. They're gonna just bash his head in, like it's gonna be super easy. But it's not. He's still mm-hmm. okay. He's not zomboed out. And um, it's just an awkward situation, man. It's an awkward, yeah. rough situation. And um, they gotta leave with him. They gotta. The, the mom's going. Uh, your boy Sean's trying to bargain with the mom. Like, how much do you love him, though? 
<laughs> like how make this easy for me to kill him does he hit you like did you know that on several occasions he touched me he tried he tried bro what? was it true made it up sorry mom <laughs> i'm sorry that, too far come on man. too far <laughs> so um they all got to pack into the car and i'm like oh boy so we got a zombie time bomb roll in the car and they get to liz's no i like where like so they're driving in pete's car and like i'll just i'll drive around and then when you come out i'll oh, yeah. three times right. and it's like they come out and it's like what happened we oh i i kind of dinged it and the car is literally hitting like he ran into like a light pole yeah just he totaled, like yeah. smashed this car to bits <laughs> and i was like okay i need i should have watched it again and see if i hear the crash in the background i, I guarantee you it's there I'm sure it is. And he's like, I guess we'll have to take the Jag. What an <laughs> asshole. That's right. So they're, so they're riding in the Jag. And um, the dad Zombo's out. He doesn't make it. And it's sad because he's having like a heartwarming conversation with uh, Sean, too. He's like literally just saying it's not easy being a dad. Right. You know, I did my best. I just wanted you to be a good dude. And like just pours his heart out, heart out to him because he knows this is his final moments. And he's done. And before they get a chance to get him out the car, he's already trying to murder everyone in the car. And they got to they got to ditch the car, which I'm like, I guess. How about you just harangue him out of the car? I don't know. I mean, with like with Liz, with Die, with David, with his mom, with Ed all inside of the car. It's like I feel like somebody could at least grab the back of him and yank or open the other side of the door and pull him out and then, you know. Deal with that as it comes. Right. I forgot, I forgot to mention, they, they grab Liz. My, my notes are trash right now. But, yeah, they grab Liz and uh, everybody. Liz, Diane, David, punk asses. Yeah. And, um, like, yeah, so they got to go to the Winchester, but they got to do it on foot now, which is sense. the worst. And Sean bumps into Yvonne again from Space. Yep. And we see their direct opposite analogs. Basically, 80% of the British acting force in television. <laughs> Oh, on, all of them on screen right now. Really? <laughs> it's got to be because I mean Sean Pegg, and then you have Martin Freeman's in there, and then you have Matthew Lucas, and then you uh, Matt Lucas, and then there's I don't know her name, but I know she is in episodes, and she's also in Black Books. Hang yeah, on, you watch a lot of BBC, bro. I do. I watch a lot of BBC, and it's like it, it's it's just really because I always. I always joke about this, especially when you watch Doctor Who. It's like you start seeing reoccurring faces because there's only like maybe 80 actors in Britain and they all work together and they all work on the same shows. And like eventually they're going to have to do the same roles over and over again. Like if you look at Doctor Who long enough, companions become enemies and enemies become companions and like people become doctors. And it's like, what? You guys literally ran out of people. <laughs> it's uh so, <laughs> especially with bro like Broadchurch, like most of the people in Shaun of the Dead are also in Broadchurch too, and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need to. It's I a weird to... turn because it's like, oh, we're all comedy actors, but now we're all serious dramas about this child murder, and I'm like, Jesus, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a weird turn. <laughs> Damn. All right, so uh, shit. So once they pass their analogs, we look like everyone's a twin in a weird way. That was kind of funny. It is. It was hilarious. So the mom is trying to figure out if uh, her like some people she knows live in this particular neighborhood, and she gets in danger because she goes off on her own. Why, mom? Why would you do that? Because she does that. So we have an actual zombie fight between uh, Sean 
and Sean alone <laughs> mm-hmm. versus a bathroom zombie. So as he fights them, the women actually hand him a weapon, which is a tether pole, and he doesn't. F- <laughs> he hits him with the he hits him with the tennis ball. It's like no, no, this is rubbish. It's like no, stab him with the thing. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So like he impales him, which is honestly a lot of strength has to happen for that to be a thing. Yeah, for him to I stick mean, that into a he tree. He is that guy. Like, granted. Or I feel, I feel like these zombies, like since they are decomposing, that it, like they are easier to puncture. No, no, no. It's all when it's stuck to the tree. Oh yeah. Well, that yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. To go through a massive rotting flesh plus impale into a plus tree. Tree. <laughs> plus, it wasn't a spear. Like it was an actual tether pole. Like he had a he had to really like yam that in there. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So, um, the mom kind of comes out, and you see her, like, uh, fiddling around with a handkerchief. You don't think too much of it. No, because, like, moms do that. They have handkerchiefs in their sleeves. Whatever. <sighs> mm-hmm. Didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't notice it. I know. Because you don't, you don't want it. You want it to be okay, so you don't notice. Right. Because the mom was in danger. Like, nah, not the mom. So, they asked him, um, they asked Sean to go, you know, take a look at the Winchester because they're not far no, on the other side right, of the o- right across the street there I love <laughs> so there's there's this toy slide <laughs> mm-hmm. and Edgar Wright nailed this for me personally because like all you see is Sean go up and he disappears and all you see is his ankles right standing right. on top of this fucking slide and then he comes back down his face is just so sad <laughs> It's like, how many are there? Lots. <laughs> and there's literally a hundred zombies between them and the, their goal. And I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, it's an actual, absolute massacre uh, awaiting them, like doom. So the plan is to be, is to act like zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where the stagger back uh, part of the um, plan that uh, your boy Ed said earlier at the bar. They actually yeah. staggered back as zombies. Um, so they all do zombo lessons. They're all trying to figure it out because, you know, Diana's an actress, of course. Um, I like how uh, <laughs> I like how Ed and Sean are going, uh, getting at each other about uh, how to be a zombie. And then fucking Sean knocks it out the park. Yeah. Who fucking died and made you king of the zombies? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um. But the mom is spaced out because she got bit. Mm-hmm. And she's thinking about how she's going to really be one. <sighs> and she was wincing in pain the whole time. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Made me so sad. Made me so sad. <sighs> but we get funny tension as they walk through the sea of dead people. Because, like, you know, slow zombies are stupid, man. It's easy. That's true. Yeah, it's easy. But, but I mean, these zombies apparently are not even as good as the Walking Dead ones, where it's like you had to cover yourself and like stink to get away from the smell. Right, because they can smell that you're alive, and they yeah. they will fucking destroy you. Also, if you're a little stupid kid that won't be quiet, you get your face eaten, mm-hmm. and nobody cares because you're like one of the worst characters in them. <laughs> playing creepy ass music on a record player what the, what the fuck was that kid's deal and that, and that never got addressed I maybe I need to give The Walking Dead another turn no <laughs> like wherever you stop that stop 
No? Okay. Yeah. That's I, fair. Even I it was episode I, like six. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I, I lasted way longer than you, man. No, I just like, I just, it wasn't it wasn't going fast enough for me. Oh, well, you'll really hate it. I was patient, mm-hmm. and, and I still had to walk away. But um, this sucks, because they get to the door, and they're stuck, right? Yeah, because it's like, the front door is locked, and Sean, who, it's his home. It's his second home. He knows all the ins and outs, and he's like, okay, he's like, well, let us in, let us in, and they're like, no, he's like, is there another way? I think there's the, the back door, and it's like, and David, being the guy he is, the mm. big shining douche of them all he's like there's no time and he smashes a window well things got exacerbated because uh ed's phone rings oh yeah and it alerts all the so we 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 got we got the best homie fucking up horribly at this point mm-hmm. and then he, he gets on the phone like but i feel casually. like it's been building all the whole movie literally it's been building up the whole movie because like ed got out of the car first when when stepdad turned into a zombie and Literally, Sean's holding back the stepdad, trying not to get bitten, but Ed doesn't let them out of the car because oh, they're man. stuck behind the child locks. Right. He got out of the car first, mm. and he's literally waiting for like someone else to do it. And then when the fight happens between him and the big hulking zombie yeah. with the tether ball, Nothing. he's like, "Feel free to jump in anytime." And he's like, "You, you got it. You had it." Well, that went for both of them because David bitch ass. Yeah, but like this was the straw that broke the camel's back. It was like two seconds, and he's taking a phone call in the middle of this horde of zombies. And there's and it's exposed. Like, there's like there's no. I mean, honestly, there's no any cover, other movie. There's no trees. Nothing. Any other movie. This is like pure devastation and blood and death. I wouldn't waste the bullet on you. I just push your ass into the horde. Oh, oh yeah, you're getting Otis. Like I'm, I'm a. As for people who got the season two of Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're a diversion. I'm tripping you up, and, and I'm gonna let them eat you. Um, but yeah, your boy Dave blasts open a window, which I'm like, why? Why is that even a good idea? Why would you do that? Why Run. would you open up a giant window? Scatter. <laughs> so your boy Sean has to buck up and do what do what men do, do what heroes do. Be a huge diversion to try to lead this entire horde of zombies after them. Luckily, these are the slowest fuck zombies, so it wasn't a bad idea. And the most uncoordinated ones. I don't know. Like they had him surrounded, and he's like, "I'm out!" And he runs through them and just runs the opposite direction. I'm just. And David's still being a bitch. Like even even though he's gone, like David just won't stop fucking complaining and shit. To where even Liz had to jump in his ass. I was like, "Dude, that's a fucking enough." And Sean returns. Looking yeah. like a fucking hero and shit. He tells uh like a And he's like the plan is just to stay put. You know what I mean? Um So when he goes I like, like David has a little bit of foreshadowing too, and like, how far do you think his plan goes instead of just sitting and eating peanuts in the dark? And it's like mm. And then like literally when Sean comes back, he's like, So what's the plan? And they cut to Sean, would anyone like a peanut? <laughs> and they're sitting in the dark. <laughs> yep. Uh but you know what though? It's like try to stay put. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't want to stay there because there's a giant window being open. Right. Because I would board that thing up. Or they kind of did. They kind of had something else. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really have anything because you know it's a big fucking window. But they tried to do a little something, something. But it's not. I would never be. I would never be able to sleep. Um. So when all that was happening, uh, Sean was trying to restore power, 
but he sees that uh, he actually fucked up, and all the zombies are right at the door downstairs. Yeah, they're back. They are fucking there in full force. And um, when he goes back up, uh, your boy Ed, fucking dumb, stupid ass, turns on a loud ass fucking pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Alerts the fucking zombies. Right, because that's what you need right now when you're bored is like the most loud and obnoxious sounds just to say, here's dinner. So the owner zombie pops out, right? Mm -hmm. And Queen comes on. And we have this hilarious sequence where they beat the shit out of the zombie on beat. Oh, yeah. I love this part. (laughs) They're all whacking them with fucking pool sticks in sequence. It's dope. But it's a whole thing. Yeah, because, like, David's trying to turn off the jukebox. Like, just go hit the fuses! And, like, he literally, like, turns on the lights to create a light show in time with the music. (laughs) And then all the zombies outside uh, look like clamoring fans. It was weird. Yeah. It was was a weird, goofy-ass thing. So strange. And um, Dai is trying to throw darts at the zombie. We're like, that's going to do something. And she hits our boy, Sean, right in the noggin. Right in the nugget. Ugh. It's the fucking worst. So now he has to use his tie as a bandage, and now it becomes a Rambo band, uh, bandana. Mm-hmm. He looked. Uh, I was thinking of uh, Deer Hunter. He's getting a lot of- Oh fuck yeah yeah you're right. He did like yeah. like Deer Hunter. Well played. Yeah. So like it's because you like you know Edgar Wright is a huge cinephile, and he's just like he loves movies, and he loves like just putting little nuggets of different things in his movies, and it's like. Especially with this and then Scott Pilgrim. And it's like... Yeah. With Shaun of the Dead, you see a little, a lot of that same quick cut, direct action kind of things. Small insert sequence and the pan whips that you would see in Shaun of the Dead in Scott Pilgrim, especially. Yep. So, unfortunately, guys, the mom's not doing too good. Not only did she get bitten, she, she should have bled out because it looked like her entire vein system in her wrist is just missing. Yeah, it's gross. She should be dead. But, um, yeah, she's in deep shit. And zombies are breaking through while this is happening. And as literally the world is like closing in on them, uh, your, your boy Sean learns about his mom. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a sad death. Super sad. Because like she, she found the flowers that he bought her. It was just sad. It was just super sad. And... Um, before we can even gather what the fuck's going on, man, your boy David pulls out a gun and is ready to shoot the mom immediately because he's a piece of garbage. I get it. Because it's not his mom. I get it. Right. But, yeah. But come on, bro. I, everyone knows. Everybody is equally as concerned as you, but Jesus. And you're not even like. John Malkovich from Bird Box on point with this. You just suck. Yeah. You just suck. You, just, you have no kind of... No, no. Now you want to take action? Now you want to kill his mom? <laughs> to be fair, they left him with the gun. It's like... It's like, oh, here, take over. And they like, die. It's like, oh, hang on. I know CPR. Here, take over. And they just literally pass the gun. And, and David ends up the last one with it. And then just like... She's going to be... A, she's going to turn. She's a zombie. He's like, we're not saying this that word. <laughs> <sighs> so David gets exposed like a little bitch telling what everybody knows. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what the deal is. 
So Sean has to kill them all. He does it. It's heartbreaking. But David opens his fucking mouth. What do you say? It's like, I think we're all in agreement. That was the best course of action. Right. And then the second course of action would be to knock you the fuck out for being a twat. Right. And that's exactly what Sean does. Like, yes. Fuck you. You <laughs> you get punched. You get punched in your fucking whore mouth. You dumb bitch. Um, yeah, but but shut the fuck up. So like he you know, David's butthurt. He's walking to the fucking door. And like he's too close to the window. And he's like trying to like he's finally coming to terms how much of a dick he is. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Now there's a lot of times, bro, <clears throat> when I watch a movie and there's a character that I don't like and when they die, I revel in it. Like, yeah, that's what you get, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually, nine times out of ten, I would say 98.9% of the times where somebody who's just annoying to me and they die. Even your boy from Mummy, when he died, I was I was okay with it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked him. I did like him. But when he died, I was like, yeah, that's what you get. You're a piece of shit, and I yeah. hope everyone ran a train on you. All those <laughs> scarab beetles. I know them scarabs conga line in your butthole. But uh, this is the first time I think ever for me where I saw somebody who I genuinely hated in the film and felt nothing but sheer remorse and terror because these zombies broke the glass, grabbed him, and they, they essentially ran a train. Yeah. This is this. They were their own scarab beetles. This is the worst. Like this is the worst I, death but, I've ever seen. But again, it's another. It's another callback to uh, Day of the Dead, right? Day of the Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he was like choking. So on like, him. yeah. Where it's like, where you see the dude literally being torn apart, and they're like, oh, I'm not munching on him as it happens. Yeah, this shit was that shit was fucking horrifying. The first time I saw that. Yeah. I was fucking horrified because shit the mom just died so it was already we're already in real town usa mm-hmm. you know what i mean like shit got real like i'm not i'm not laughing anymore <laughs> like i'm just like oh dear god what's happening right now yeah this we are in full-on zombie mode no right one now. has plot armor anymore oh dear god david is getting fucked it's also it also brings up the point of like at this moment you can feel like this movie might not have a happy ending oh yeah it might it because it's been funny at points and it's been funny the pretty much the whole way through but it's still a horror comedy so we don't know whether it's going to lean on the horror for the rest of the movie and then it's not going to be funny in the end right it just might it might just do that thing where like um what dawn of the dead did where they just play a happy tune and we don't know what happens to those guys right so then they, they want to crank the, the fucked factor to 11 because Diana snaps. Mm-hmm. And she runs in, grabs David's leg, and proceeds to beat the zombies and just gets like caught in the fucking scrum and she just vanishes in a sea of zombies. Which was the dumbest move. Like, literally open both doors, swing them open to let all the zombies in to try and, I guess, to get oh, yeah, David. Oh, yeah, yeah, She killed everybody. Even, yeah, yeah, she knew. Even though... Everyone like, opening that door. She's holding David's leg to attack the zombies to, to get go David. save him. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, she was out of there. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what's funny? Mm. She didn't die. What? Mm-hmm. It's a plot hole. And um, in the in the DVD specials they had, uh, I remember way back when I saw on DVD, um, it was a plot hole. She actually was able to manage to get up in the tree, 
she stayed there and survived off of David's leg, and then she wound up living with her aunt. Huh. It's in the DVD, so she's a, you can officially take her off the list. All right. Um, minus she's one. dead. You know what I mean? Like, realistically, she's dead, but they made a funny gag about it, so I will respect Edgar Wright and the DVD. Seriously, I was like, no, no way. She, she walked into the sun. There's no way she's, she's like, I'm fine now. The fact that she stayed in the tree and fed off of David's leg is just hilarious enough. I, I will allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Hey, I didn't do it. They said it. That's fair. So, Ed gets bit by the zombies, and it's horrific. He gets double teamed. One in yeah, the neck, one in the arm. Because our our favorite tick shows back up, <laughs> Peter yeah. Sheriff. It was a weird bit of poetic justice, I guess, because <laughs> Ed kind of had it coming. Also, Pete said, uh, "You want to, you know, if you want to be an animal, live in a shack." Right. So we're about to we're about to go full circle with that in a couple seconds. So they all get down to the cellar, right? Because uh, they, right. they save Ed and stuff. But you know, Sean is torn to pieces. About this cl- clusterfuck, because he, you know, he feels like it's his fault, right? Because they're isn't trapped. It, isn't There's it. no way out. Zombies are coming in from the ceiling. His best friend is dying. He's stuck with his girlfriend, and his mom is dead. And there's and his stepdad, and his stepdad, who he reconciled with in his last moments. And it's like mm-hmm. the world is about to end for them completely. So they check their bullets. It's three of them. They only see two. And they're trying to break down the logistics of how the suicide's going to work. Yeah. And Ed's being a true G now. He's like, I don't mind being eaten. It's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I don't mind being eaten. Yeah, he's already been like chomped on. So he's like, he's like, whatever, man. Just bring it. And um, they're about to have their last cigarette because um, Sean's smoking was an issue. Right. Like you have to change. You have to quit smoking. You have to get be- you have to get healthier. You want to leave the Winchester, do other things, and right. it's like because when he was like so, explaining how he changed, like he threw his uh, cigarettes in the bin. Right. It's like I can quit anytime I want. And, you know, like throws them, and then she actually kept them because she started smoking again. And it's like what the hell, right. what are you me about smoking? It's like you you left them at my place. Yeah, but I threw them like in the trash. I was like so I pulled them out. And like, so her uh, her dishonesty and being a smoking piece of shit is actually what saves their life. Mm-hmm. Because when he uh, pulls the uh, when he actually you know pull, like uses the lighter, he sees that there's an elevator switch, right? And that gives them a way to escape. But leads back to the street. Yeah. But your boy Ed has to stay behind. So they give him the gun with the two shots left. Give him the cigarette. And they send him on his way as they leave. And it's sad. You don't get to see him die, which I appreciate. Because yeah. that was super heartbreaking. But um, you knew he was about to go out like a G. Right? Right, right. They get out to the street. And it's bad. It looks like they might not survive or have to run for their life. But as soon as they get out there, dude. Motherfucking military comes in the nick of time. If only... Somebody didn't fucking bust open the window or play a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Everybody, except for the mom, would have made it. Mm. Military ex machina. 
Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they truly came in ex machina, and then Yvonne was there because she brought it, and she seems to be the only survivor, possibly, maybe. That's what it sounded like. The way she made it sound like, I'm glad, at least, so uh, we survived. Yeah, and it's like the way she made it sound. Her entire troop didn't make it. So we get uh post zombie shit post Z day, uh, six mm-hmm. months later, right? And, like, zombies are fully integrated into society. Like, for reality television to Jerry Springer-type television shows, all kinds of crazy shit, right? And uh, Liz and uh, Shauna living together at that house. And everything seems to be fine. And then we find out that uh, Sean basically is keeping Ed as a pet in the shed. Yeah. Fido. Oh. I never seen Fido, but yeah, I know about Fido. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I never seen it either. I was like, oh, it's another zombie movie. Man, yeah, yeah. well, there you have it. And that's that's pretty much the end, man. Like, it's kind of a end, good ending, but I was still bummed that Ed, uh, that Ed had to die. But it is what it is. Yeah. But um, that's Shaun of the Goddamn Dead, man. It's kind of hard to like make fun of a funny movie that's already fucking funny, but like, it really is. I was like, I don't know where we're gonna go with this. So I'm just like, I'm gonna just gonna name off all the zombie things I know about this movie and. See what happens. Fair enough. Well, I know it, it's it's a great fucking movie. Like Edgar Wright's the shit. Yeah, he just and I feel like he done more. He had done more movies, but like he directed this one, uh, all the Cornell trilogy, and then Sean, uh, Scott Pilgrim. And I was like, that's pretty much it. And like he's produced and written a lot of other things. But he like, did a pieces of Ant Man. Yeah, he did like pieces of Ant Man. I'm just like, there's. I thought he did more. Like. For yeah. sure he had done more. He's just fucking... He's so good, dude. Like, um... I haven't seen At World's End, though. I like that one. It's not as strong as Hot Fuzz. I fucking... Hot Fuzz or is this probably... One. It's... 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 it's, an, it's an, has the edge on him because it's my first one. But right. Hot Fuzz is one of my, my, my top, like, 20 favorite movies. It is really good, though. I fucking love it. I love it, love it, love it. And the fact that oh, the, yeah. the, the hound is in there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Playing the giant retarded man. This <laughs> fucking yeah. blew my mind because I didn't realize until I saw it again. I was like, dude, that's the goddamn hound. Mm-hmm. Yarp. <laughs> I remember when <laughs> remember when he was on the walkie-talkie pretending to be him and he was like, <laughs> he had to say no. And he was like, Narp? no. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, a quick comparison to Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. So remember when um, Shaun was trying to jump over the fences and failed? Yeah. But then in Hot Fuzz, he like ran for the fences and was like nailing it like a ninja? Yep. Did they do a third one where he, where he jumped through fences in the third one? Uh, so in the third one, it was like he didn't, he didn't so much like jump the fence he was thrown through three fences. Nice. Oh man. Okay, I got. I got to watch. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking dope. Okay, cause like I didn't think about the parallel until like I saw uh, Shaun the Dead uh, a couple days ago. I yeah. was like, dude, that's the exact same shot from High Fuzz. Mm-hmm. It never dawned on me. But yeah, the movie's amazing. Y'all know what it is, guys. But it's 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 tally time. I mean, you know, let's let's figure out. How many people were horrifically murdered by zombies? Can you body count?
I counted 20 characters, so I'll make it 19 characters since Diane survived, apparently. Uh, Diane survived. Yeah. But like 20% of the British population turned <laughs> into zombies. So... Number crunches. Take that as you will. Lab coat flaps. No bangers and masks for anybody over there, folks. Um, But yeah, man. Time for everybody's favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little figure. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Oh, Nobody got naked, no zombie tits, no Maserati in the shower. Mm-mm. I think that's why I ought to be hurt. I'm realizing now. It's because I have Maserati in my shower. But she's yeah. dead now. And she's gonna <laughs> she's kill me. She's dead now. And it's just like worst. I gotta like I gotta like try to shake off the, the hurt blown like possibilities of good shit. You know, because I'll be wondering why why is she in here? Was I gonna get some? Or was this just a weird accident? Did someone have a monkey's paw and they just made a terrible wish? (laughs) Is that what happened? I'll be trying to run through all the karma. Like, what did I do to everybody? How many parties did I cancel? Like, what? Like, what did I do to deserve such, such horrible, horrible fate? Oh, I'd be hurt. Oh, Scott Summers, bro. Mm. I'm on my knees screaming. Gee, tell me what to do, Charles. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> Try getting the fuck up. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Fucking ass. Um, <laughs> be right. a man. <laughs> <laughs> like he gets so mad at Scott, he like he gets up by accident. Yeah. <laughs> like whoa! Like oh shit. Whoa. Jeez. Mental projection, Scott. <laughs> I want to kick you so hard. <laughs> my legs start working. I'm going to make your balls crunch with my mind. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dang! Uh, so, um, let's find out who our favorite character is in this movie, guys. Who was our shining star? Let's find out our joke is the recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Chris. Bitch. Random Randy Savage, who is your Joe Grizz? Ah, uh, tough one. He's man. a piece of shit, but I really like Ed. Of course, of course, he's a piece of shit, and like I, f- I like that he kind of redeems himself towards the end. Like he really doesn't change that much. He still is Sean's friend, but he's not very good at it. I feel yeah, like that's, he, that's his problem. He's trying. He's trying to be a good friend. Like every. <laughs> Every fucked up thing he does is like a genuine knee-jerk reaction. It's not like he's not purposely leaving him in the car. Because, like, it's like like nuanced negligence. Like, you have to, like, watch it a billion times and realize, oh, man, you really are fucking up. But at the same time, Sean is just as much of a fuck-up as he is. It's just that he has a job. That's it. That's that's the the difference. Yep. But isn't that the difference in all friends groups? Yeah. <laughs> With that uh jarring bit of realism, uh let's <laughs> it's final verdict time. Knee pads and slippers. I don't know why we've been doing this, y'all already know what the deal is, but 
The way it works is if we truly enjoy this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads where we fall to our knees in a worse position, giving the movie its just due. Or if it's a piece of shit, we slide on two hater slippers and we stand behind your girlfriend or spouse while they argue with you and co-sign like a chatty little bitch holding our coffee with both hands. Random Randy Savage. Knee pads or slippers? No. Obvious. Giving it two knee pads, guys. It's... It's literally one of my favorite movies. I love watching this movie, and like, I was so I'm and I'm really kind of like, it's so cool to watch movies that have things inside of it. Like, you'll find all the Easter eggs, you'll find all the little nuances and tricks and tools and like things that match up with this movie and that movie and like the fact that yeah, if you watch a lot of British television, you will notice a lot of familiar faces. I am so sad that I have slept on Peter Serafinowicz. And I'm like, I want to see more of his TV show now. I'm really going to watch it and then see if I can find like a whole season of it. And it's just, yeah, it's a great movie. And the whole trilogy is, it's pretty good. Hot Fuzz is the best. Shaun of the Dead is number two for sure. And then at World's End... It, it really falls off towards the end, but it's yeah, like you really, you, you really would put Hot Fuzz at the at the tip top, huh? I would. I mean, I really like if 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 we're watching it, if like if there's a choice of watching Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, I watch Hot Fuzz first. Is it because of the uh, is it because of the Bad Boy Two reference? Or it's 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 all comedy. It's like this or, one's a horror comedy, or is it this different? One, the other one's a whole action comedy. It's all action comedy. It's so violent, man. But um, yeah. I think I I might like it the most only because like you get to see Simon Pegg be like the badass. Yeah, that's what it is. He does such a good job. Yeah, I, I think that you're right. I, I think that's what it is. He's not technically Simon Pegg. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's Chris, like he's, he's, he's Tom Cruise esque. No, was, was it was it Nicholas Angel? Nicholas Angel. Yeah, Nicholas Angel. <laughs> More an angle. My favorite. My favorite was the montage of how badass he was and like. You were showing like a driving test, extreme, and then extreme bike. driving, and extreme cycling. Yeah, the cycling, and he, did, and he did the skid with the bike. <laughs> I like, I like when it's like it's it's Martin Freeman again, and then it's like, oh, do you want to take this to the chief? And then it's Bill Knightley shows up. Look, you have been making us all look bad. <laughs> The face he made. He made like a weird yeah. little face. Uh, that's what I thought about walking right there when I thought like, yeah, maybe in that scene. You know what? Yeah. When we go to Kambalooza, I'm bringing... Um, no, we got to order... I think Hot Fuzz is on Netflix. We're just going to watch so. it just fucking yeah. because. Just because. Because God damn. Mm. Anyway. Uh, fuck. I guess that's... that's what it. about yours? It's, it's too knee pads. Like, come on, guys. We're not even... We're not even doing this. We're not even doing this, guys. Let's just quit dicking around. But that's it. That's it. Uh, it's a quick episode, but it's, it fucking rules. All right. Um, mm-hmm. un- unfortunately, we got to talk about uh, what the Patreon is going to be about. We're going to be talking about Hellboy, something that we didn't enjoy so much. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. let's do a quick rundown, guys. We finally have the official schedule of Comic Palooza. <laughs> what, what, what? Oh my God, guys. So let me pull all this up. I can give you guys all the announcements of what we're going to be doing here. Uh, first, uh, first and foremost, folks, we'll be doing the worst and forgotten comic book movies. This year will be Electra. Oh snap! That's gonna be uh, May 11th. That's a Saturday at Common Palooza George R. Brown Center uh, at 3 p.m. Room 350F. 
Uh, also on that same day, on um, Saturday, May 11th at 6 p.m., we'll be doing promoting your content uh, with social media. And our boy B Rob from Random Ramblings will be there with us as we do that one. That's going to be dope as fuck. And um, also, the big daddy of them all, Sunday, 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 on Mother's Day, the 12th. Sunday! 10 30 in the a.m. That's going to fuck up our uh, Saturday night plans, but. <laughs> Paddle, uh, we got um, Pac- show up just like all like uh, I'm here. I know, right? We're gonna be teaming up with the uh, I Am Geek podcast. They're gonna be hosting the ba- uh, podcast Battle Royale with Cheese. Uh, it's gonna be originals versus reboots, and our opponents will be the Matinee Heroes. That's what? Cra- what? That's Craig Price and them. And Craig Price is talking hot shit in the email chain. Because he might not have his partner and he said he could beat us up by himself. We will Eiffel Tower you with our knowledge and debating skills, you piece of shit. You heard me. But, um, that was too much. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you a piece of shit. <laughs> come, come at me, bro. Come at me. Right. Yeah. Piece of shit. It just rolled out, but it, it, it would happen to anybody. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sure. Profuse, profuse, profuse apology. But uh, yeah, man. Um, shout out to everybody at Compalooza. Shout out to the Raging Nerds, Nerdy Bitches, uh, Rawcast, I Am Geek, is, uh, like I said earlier, um, Metal Geeks. It's a bunch of fucking people, guys. Um, the, the the CP Pod family, the Street Team out there kicking ass. Everybody at Compalooza allowing us to do what we do. Uh, Mark, Erica, Carrie, you know, thank you guys very much. Shout out to Aaron Garcia because he's probably going to be mad. He might not be doing nothing for, <laughs> for Common Palooza this year. But I'm going to throw him in there anyway because I know he's listening. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Victor Albaran. Shout out to uh, J.D. Gator, Boss Rhino, Barry Tsunami, uh, Mo Lavar, Nameless, who has new uh, new shit out. Um, yeah man shout out to everybody we appreciate you guys we will see y'all next week I don't know what the fuck we're doing I know we're getting mm-hmm. close guys because as, as, as of recording we're 15 days away so it's, yeah. nut, it's nut cutting time guys so uh, I don't know we might just do some bullshit who knows but we'll catch you guys on the flippy floppy y'all have a good one